0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue our coverage. I think say exclusive coverage, but it's not exclusive, because other people do it as well. It's Lost, in case you haven't thought of what you've clicked on the episode, so you know what you're listening to. Uh, we're up to the 17th episode of season one of Lost. It's called dot 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 in translation, or as I discovered, LOST in translation. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, I get it. Uh, This episode first aired on the 23rd of February 2005. It was written by Javier Grillo and Leonard Dick, and it was directed by Tucker Gates. Good old Tucker. He likes Gates and shit. Um, But it's a good episode. It's about gin, so I'm excited for this one. My name is Ben, and maybe we should get some rope, spend a Saturday night alone together,
1: and see what happens. (laughs) My name is Noah, and Ben... I was going to leave you. I was going to get away. <laughs> Good.
0: Um, <laughs> just there and there, Nora and I, more chemistry than Saeed and Shannon. Um, <laughs>
1: oh, God. Don't get me started.
0: I love this episode, except for one storyline of it. Rule one <laughs> on
1: how to ruin an episode: <laughs> you thought the this ball is not even mild. You thought the ball last the week mild. was
0: bad. Like, come on, the boar and Sawyer had more chemistry than uh <laughs> and Shannon. This is not a uh,
1: mild hot sauce floating. This oh. is like the hot sauce floating.
0: Like you know, like think about the ugly. Well, they're not even ugly. This is think about like the most incompatible people that you can think of in your mind. Like actually no, fuck it. Think of the ugliest people you can think of, and think of them like having hot steamy sex. Like that makes more sense in my mind than Sayed and Shannon in this episode. That I'm going to say it right now. We're not even. There's not even an episode about either of them. It's all about Jin, everybody's favourite Daniel Day Kim character. Um, Everyone's
1: favourite domestic abuse.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, Sun gets a bit of her own back, so you know um but uh we've obviously had one side of uh this story so we're going to get the other side of the sun and jin story obviously going back a few episodes to house of the rising sun um I, it's clever I, I we talked about this back in that episode about how we get to see the other side of this but um just uh, outstanding Outstanding, outstanding acting by uh, Daniel Day Kim and Yoon Jin Kim in this episode. Um, And, yeah, I I enjoy this episode, except for one part. But, um, you know, I mean, it's not just them who have good acting in this episode. Uh, Harold Perineau Perineau, um, has great uh, acting as well. There's some great lock scenes. I mean, just I I enjoy this episode.
1: Yeah. um, As I said last week, I didn't really remember a whole ton from this other than the main points, and it was enjoyable to watch. Um, I think we're on a roll with the flashbacks, because Outlaws was great, and this is a really good flashback as well, Um, better than House of the Rising Sun, I'd say, Um, but I do like the kind of pairing them together, and I keep saying it, it's like a whole other show, this uh, South Korean kind of Jin-san working for the dad type thing, it's just like, this could be a whole different thing. yeah so oh in but i think there's there's a lot of great character stuff in here and it really kind of is going to set up the end of the season the last home stretch um but yeah in translation was an enjoyable one to go back and watch um so much so that i think my ranking of it is going to come down to our discussion on it really so Ooh. you know some good stuff
0: no pressure at all then um yeah, I like I've always said the Jin and Sun flashbacks that are among my favorite and this is one of my favorites uh I just I don't know this is something always intriguing about them and like it's maybe it's just because I should be watching Korean dramas maybe they're fantastic like uh you know a friend of mine who is now living in Korea um she used to always talk to me about like oh I watch Korean soap operas so like I mean maybe I need to like get myself into Korean soap <laughs> operas or something like that I don't know but um, it's just oh, so well done. And just the acting, like, I mean, we don't even speak Korean. We're reading this on a screen. And you can just tell how good these actors are. Like, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, as we ob- obviously do with a lot of these episodes now is we generally do the flashbacks first and then we go back to the island stuff. Um, and obviously, being around Jin, lots of reading this episode. Yay! Uh, so
1: Ben only saw half the episode.
0: I literally went and learnt Korean, so I didn't have to read the subtitles. Um, <laughs> so we we see Jin. He's in an office. We meet. Is it Mister Palk? Pa- How do you say Mr. that? Mister Pike.
1: Pike. Um, uh, Son. Yeah. Let's um, add to another long list of dick dads. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the show. Um, But we're going to get one of the only good dads in this show, which I'm excited to get to. Um, But, yeah, Mr. Pike, he's such a good baddie, isn't he? Yeah, oh, for sure. He really is. He's just got that face where he's just... The most punchable face ever, and he's on the flip, like, he looks like a baddie. On the
0: flip side, on the Lostpedia article, hello to our dear friends over at Lostpedia. Um, the screen cap they've got of Jin's father is like the happiest man in the world. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm
1: so excited to you get want to, to give him. him a
0: cuddle and hang out with him and oh, go fishing God. with him, don't you? Like, what a I nice love guy, Mister Quan, as he's called on Lostpedia. Um, <laughs> could have. Hold it at myself. So anyway, uh Jin's uh talking to Sun's dad. I'm just gonna call him Sons Dad, I'm not gonna try and pronounce him that. Um and basically, yeah, I wanna you know, he's gonna marry his daughter. Uh, I love like I love that this is obviously must be a I don't know, a Korean cultural thing, like the respect that's there, like I wanna marry your daughter. Like, I mean, when I was engaged, did I go and ask um. Louisa's father? Yes, but he kind of wasn't the person that I really had to ask permission for. It was really a mum. So, <laughs> kind of, I did the respectful thing, but, you know, I kind of think 2017 at the time of recording this, 2018 at the time of releasing this, um, you know, it's, it's a bit traditional, but sure, whatever. Um, So I mean that's a good scene though. Obviously this is where he says like, oh you know, what do you don't you have dreams? And it's all like, yeah, I want to own my own hotel. I want to you know run a restaurant. And he's like, oh, would you work for me? And then I kind of like how he says like, oh, why would I? Um, you know, should I let you marry my daughter when you're so quick to sell out in your dreams? And he's just basically like, (laughs) I don't
1: want people trick you out. But then he's like, oh, but my dreams were out to
0: trick you. But like I mean like, you and I are both men, Noah. Like I mean if we. One day, have a That's daughter, not together, but like with separate. <laughs> what, what us? <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, it's was gonna happen. Weirdly. It's gonna happen eventually. Hashtag love is love. Hashtag vote yes. Just say
1: it. If you want to say it, just say
0: it. No, just... well, the sexual chemistry between us is so much. We're gonna have a child one day. Just if you want sex? Say
1: sex. Not sex. child. I want
0: sex. Uh, <laughs> with you, not a child. But like, um. <laughs> oh my god. Start again. Alright. Edit all that out. You didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> if you and I one day have children separately with other partners, <laughs> you with, um, I don't know, Emily de Raven, um. <laughs> yeah, why not? Me with your friend, Emily. Uh, it's. <laughs> And we raised I knew daughters. you were going there. We had to use Emily's in there somewhere. Uh, we raised daughters, and like we've got a son knocking on our door, son-in-law, like Mister Groves. I'd like to marry your daughter. You're just going to be like, yeah, okay, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so, um, what are you doing here? Unless it's I don't know, like, um, uh, pff, who would you not want to marry? Your like you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, that's probably <laughs> realistic. 60-year-old <laughs> 60, 60 me and your 18-year-old daughter. Oh,
1: knocking on my door. Oh, Ben, I haven't ben, heard from you in a while. What, how you doing? What do you
0: want?
1: Yeah, good. What do you uh, <laughs> I've been Mr. S- Graves. I've been sleeping with your daughter, my 18-year-old. <laughs> my 16-year-old daughter. Uh, I'd like to marry her. No! <laughs> Not at all. Leave.
0: I've lost it. <laughs> Not a I
1: God, I how do I get the feeling that this is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy you know? <laughs> This
0: is when you say, oh, God, I really should have set him up with Emily. Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't want to see this (laughs) platform.
0: You can't stop laughing. Um, (laughs) My stomach is so sore. Um, I
1: don't know where I was going with that.
0: I don't know where I was going with that.
1: The point is... (laughs) Leave me and my daughter alone.
0: Uh, the po- the point is that he's so what is the point? Ben? I don't know. Jin and son, Dad, he's in love. All right, cool. Uh, stay away from my daughter. Uh, um. Oh, oh my god! This is my exercise for the day. Uh, so. <laughs> He, he extends his hand and bows. I've written that on my... notes. Great. great. Uh, so, uh, we're on wedding day. Son and Jin's wedding. It's kind of sweet. Some jealous bridesmaid is all like, Oh, I'm so happy. Or, Pfft, whatever it is. Um, who is she? Who is she? Like, <laughs> um, but we find out that they're not going on honeymoon because he's committed to her father and working for six months. Um, I, I like kind of like, Will you butter me up? Before he's getting a bit like frisky with her. Um, do, I mean, is it is it implied that they have sex? Uh, I mean, like, is he that traditional? <laughs> what, when she's putting a wedding dress on? No, no, no. It's not like he bends her over the table or something. I mean, like, just in general, because, like, he's very traditional. Like, ask the father and I'll work for the father and all that sort of stuff. Come on. But, like, I know they're the doing whole, it all the time. The whole pregnancy storyline, is it implied that it's not gins? So.
1: No, no, they've been going at it. People who look like that, those two, they're going at it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you know, survivor heroes versus healers versus hustlers, Jessica, I mean you know like I'm not saying no, anything, I don't buy but-
1: it. <laughs> they're I never game, they're drinking.
0: Okay, they're they're doing the dirty in Koreatown. town. Um but so basically, yeah, he promises that it'll take her on a honeymoon, six months. Um, gives a flower, a nice little flower trope that keeps going. I love that little you know, this is like going back a week ago when we we're talking about how good this like, you know, Jack and Kate suck uh like to me like You've kind of got the polar opposites in this episode. I would argue, Jin and Sun, best <laughs> couple in Lost. Saeed Say- and, and Shannon, worst couple in Lost. So you've got maybe that
1: conspiracy theory. They're just there to just show how good uh, Jin and Sun are by showing us the worst. Maybe
0: that that's a good point. Um, <laughs> oh god, we have to talk about them at some point. So, uh, anyway, we next scene we get, uh, Jin back with, uh, son's dad. What's he saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry that the equipment was old." I want to know what this is. What 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 did you do? We did that flashback. Like Gina nepped on the job, like he's like Charlie <laughs> vomiting on machines. "Oh, the equipment was old. I called you to promote you."
1: Um, <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. Yeah,
0: oh, thank you, sir. Um so he's there to he says, "Oh, you've got to deliver a message uh, to what is he like a secretary of environment or something like that." Uh, <laughs> Byong hen Byong hang sorry um, so he's got to go around to his house tell him that he's got to deliver a message to say that Mr. Pyak Pyak Pike, Pyak Pyak Mr. Pike is very displeased and then he's all like oh that's all oh thank you have <laughs> my so daughter's happy. dog <laughs> You must! Oh, I don't want to. Thank you, sir, Thank you. Like I love that. That's where he gets the dog from. Just stolen it from a little girl. Like poor thing.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like son, I bought you a nice present. Stole it from
0: a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, stole, stole from a little tiny girl. But can we just point out? You're going to bring it up. Like the good little Easter oh, yeah. egg in the background. Uh, it's kind of yeah. a blink <laughs> and you miss it. But Hurley is on TV.
1: Hmm. What Hurley? Yeah. Only person who's never had a flashback. I wonder TV? if he'll have one next week. Uh. I love that connection, though. That I remember picking it up the first time I watched I'm like, oh my god, it's early. Uh, this was what made Lost so fun in the early days. It kind of loses it later on. But the early days, there was just so many of these little random connections that were just so much fun to pick up on. Um, but yeah, if you... Like, the average dumb American viewer watching this Mate. who doesn't get that there's maybe more to this, they're probably thinking oh, this must be a a big Korean thing to be so happy when messages are delivered and give away dogs. I I imagine some people were confused about this.
0: Yeah, this kind of goes into the whole notion of, like, Koreans hate black people, so Koreans give dogs away when happy.
1: (laughs) 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 I imagine there are a lot of dumb Americans.
0: Can we we just point out, our good friends over at Lostpedia have their very own page for the dog. Uh, is it Po-Po? Yeah, bo-bo. bobo. I think it's Bo-Bo. Now, bo- bo. let's... Bo-Bo. Like, yeah, let's... Okay, cool. Let's uh, read this. Uh, <laughs> I love there's a
1: page for Bobo. Sun
0: owned a Shar-Pei dog named Bobo in Korea. Its name means a kiss. Uh, so it goes into the detail of that. Then it goes to, Sun regularly walked the dog and was walking it when Jin's (laughs) mother approached her for blackmail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bobo's lived an interesting life.
0: But it gets better, because then there's the Bobo theories page. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're kidding me. Oh, I wish I was. Bovo is actually being tracked by Jin's mother via a chip in its neck, explaining how she was able to find son and be able to blackmail her.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Bobo theory. Oh god, we need we need the inception style. How Bobo's connected to Vincent.
1: <laughs> being microchip. Vincent's in the background on TV. Uh, <laughs> Where's
0: the Bobo flashback? Yeah, come on, boo. Where's Bobo? Bobo, 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 Bobo. dog. Um. <laughs> anyway, so our next flashback, uh, we get uh, Jean has prepared. Our son has prepared a lovely dinner for Jean. Um, First time son's
1: ever done anything. I mean, I yeah, exactly. This. When she's like, "Did you cook?" I this? mean, I love Sun.
0: Did you cook this? Yeah. She quickly like throws away a bag of like you know <laughs> Korean McDonald's or something like that. But um, <laughs> or it's like uh, like when
1: they like Boone is hunting. Yeah, Boone's, you cook this. Boone shows up, and then we we need the scene of like uh, he's like, "You cooked this." And then Jin puts a bit in his mouth, and he's just
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, mm, <laughs> mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Pizza <laughs> to Bobo. <laughs> as soon as she walks out of the room, like, scooping it off to Bopo's bowl.
0: That's when he gets, he's, he's
1: pretending to get a phone call. Oh, your dad's calling. <laughs> <laughs> Runs out of the room,
0: Roberts. That's when he gets stomach. the phone out of his pocket and he's like, no work tonight. He's actually calling the house phone. He's like, oh, no work tonight. Bring, 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 bring. Oh, that might be your dad. Hello, I yes, I'll come immediately. Oh, dinner? The- oh, do I have to? Oh, sorry, honey. I've got to go to dinner with your dad. Um,
1: Straight
0: to McDonald's. Can I just, I was going to point out, this is the part where I said to you off air about like, oh, you've been to Korea when you haven't actually. Uh, when I was uh, in Vancouver, my friend that I was mentioning before who lives in Korea now is like obsessed with Korea, clearly. Uh, but when I was in Vancouver, she took me to a Korean restaurant and we had like a feast like, that was on that table. Um, bloody good food. Like I'd never had Korean food before, but that was amazing. Like Korean
1: barbecue, like
0: delicious, very good food. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's interesting
1: because at the time of recording, I'm applying for a job in South Korea. So, by the time we get to the next Sun and Jin flashback... <laughs> you'll be there. 205, you'll, you, so by the time we get to 205, the next Sun and Jin one, I'll either be loving the episode and be like, oh my god, this is uh, fucking really Korea," Or I'll be like, this is the worst episode <laughs> ever. You can, you'll be able to gauge by my response whether or not I got that job by my opinion on the next uh, <laughs> Son and few one, but yeah. I do love Korean so just just wait,
0: just wait till we get to the Saeed episode when he's in Paris. You'll, you'll feel my pain. Um, now, oh, I I so like you're applying for a job in Decree. <laughs> well, may as well. I should join ISIS. <laughs> At least I know the recruiting the po- positive. Uh, I'll get the job. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the job. Got to die someday. May as well do it for Allah. Um, <laughs> hello Thank to God. the Australian Federal Police if you're listening. Uh, <laughs>
1: Sadly, we are the police, not <laughs> Ben.
0: Police. You're, you go, go home. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> knocking at my door. Um. Anyway, uh, what are we up to? You just get some sidetracked. I'm knocking at the door for your daughter. Gets um, uh, the call. That's it. The call because he's trying to get out of eating dinner. Um. <laughs> goes on to to Mister Pike's house. um oh, why is the factory closed? I told you to deliver a message. Um, and we then see him having to drive a man, which, according to <laughs> Lostpedia, white suit... Uh-
1: <laughs> this guy is straight out of, like, a Hong Kong, like, kung fu-type movie, though, isn't he? He's yeah. kind of an assassin-type guy with the white gloves and the silence is straight out of, like... Great Hong Kong thriller kind of movie. Well, he's played by
0: the esteemed Chil Kong, and sadly, the theories page for him hasn't been written. So, um, <laughs> wicked up, though. Uh, Chill Kong, uh, has been known for other roles, such as, uh, Six Feet Under, uh, House. Oh, really? Um, yeah, That's very esteemed. Very esteemed. Date of birth, unknown. Origin, unknown. Uh, so all the mysteries around Chil, Kong. Chil
1: uh, <laughs> Kong. Who is Chil Kong? Who is he? What does he want? <laughs> uh, just like a, a unsolved mysteries. What was that to me show Oh unsolved yeah. mysteries. Uh... <laughs> 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 like, who is Chil Kong? I'm looking at his picture now, maybe we'll pass it on. Like, who is Chil Kong? Now, Where did he go? No Noah, if Chil Kong knocks on
0: your door speaking for your daughter, you're going to say yes, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're calm.
1: Tell Ben to go away. I can see you in the bushes, Ben. Get away from my house. This guy's so menacing, though. He's going to fricking kill the guy who didn't open the factory and gave away BOPO.
0: Can I just... I just want to ask the question. Like, does how does son not know what he's, her dad does? Like,
1: I mean... Does, well, I'm, I mean, he's, her dad runs a business. It's not like his business is beating up people.
0: But I mean, like... Going on the notion that we were talking about Kate last episode, subtly implying that they're a bit of a slut, uh, like, what, the son's like. Jin's not the first guy she's been with, right? Like, just, I mean, is he just the most traditional one? Or does, like, all the other guys that she's been with, like, have to go off and murder people as well? And, like, they just cover it up better than Jin because they're not as loving as him? Like. Well, he married her. So. Well, that excuses it then. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so yes, he's got to go deliver the message properly. So he goes along with white suit in the car and he's all like, oh, when we drive, you know, keep the engine running, when we drive off, uh, drive the speed limit, then we'll drive like eight miles to the river. Do you understand? Like, it's all very, like, sinister. Um, And then he pulls up, goes inside, and then Jin just bashes the shit out of uh, Byung-hun's Oh, that's like
1: crazy! Just in front of his daughter, and like this is one of the most jarring things we've seen in a flashback so far.
0: Yeah, just the look he gives the daughter. I mean, it's very much like when Sawyer sees a little boy early on um, when we when we saw that. But uh, then he kind of walks, and he, what does he whisper to him? I saved your life. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then he walks past our uh, white suit. He got the message, um, and then. Oh. So then we see the other side of the flashback obviously from the uh the the sun one when he walks in the house uh the blood you know whose blood is this I do what your father tells me I do it for us um
1: and Now then- was it the exact same scene I've never known if they reshot it I mean I know there's like a bit of extra bit at the end that we didn't see but is it just the same scene Well this is my question to you
0: I was going to ask do you think that they filmed this like four house of the rising sun with this in mind that they're going to show this other thing because to me it's like I mean, I'm sure there is a side-by-side comparison. It's like, I, I realise, like, one thing that I... Random note, like, Back to the Future, how they kind of do that sort of side scenes on Part 2. Somebody's actually on YouTube has put them side-by-side so you can see the scenes that have actually had to reshoot. Like, you don't think about that until you see them side-by-side. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, my opinion is it, it seems like it's the same one and just they've chopped it earlier on the Sun version. This one, you get that extra line of, I do it for us. I think I don't think that was in the first one, was it? Um, and then obviously the bit when he's in the mirror and he's crying and he's washing his hands and he's shaking. Um so which is just Yeah, that's added yeah. That's oh, amazing so Daniel Day Kim again just so good. And like particularly as you yeah, were saying that like- like, he barely spoke Korean before this show started, even though he's Korean, he's obviously American Korean. So, you know, just the fact that he's learnt this relearnt this language, you just could not tell. He's just that good at it.
1: Yeah, and Jin is supposed to be like the dick character, but just seeing him having to do this for some, beat up the guy, because that's the only way they can be married and live together, and then shaking, and I do it for others. like, it really, we were talked about how House of the Rising Sun kind of gave us a new perspective on Jin, but this really adds to it, and yeah. it's hard seeing him on the island kind of getting into trouble and being so harsh to Sam. But it's just so good. Like, it adds so much depth to Jin's character that we just hadn't had previously.
0: The difference, I think, kind of, like, in, you know, a lot of these characters obviously have reasons why they are the way they are. That's why we're seeing these flashbacks. But, like, you know, you compare him, say, to Sawyer, who, um, you know, his whole life has been built around revenge. He turns into a criminal with the conning and all this sort of stuff. Like, the only reason Jin is bad is because we see one scene, excuse me, one scene of him punching a guy basically to almost death. And he's doing everything just purely out of the love for one woman. And this is why, like, again, Jin and Sun are just such an amazing couple, because you've got this man yeah. literally willing to do everything. And, like, everything that happens to him on the island up to this point, up to this episode, like, nothing bad. Like, it's not his fault. Like, he he gets randomly racked with rocks in the jungle, and he's getting bashed <laughs> up because they, they reckon he's burnt the raft. Like, he's not, like, I mean, yeah, he gets a bit shovy with Sun, but even then, like, it's kind of... I'm not excusing domestic violence, but, like, if you actually watch it, he's not really doing a whole lot. Like, she slaps him, like, you know. Uh, but so, it's I mean, just, like, everything that no, kind of happens so. to him, it's like, it's out of his hands in many ways. It's kind of unique. It's
1: heartbreaking when he talks to his dad and he talks about, oh.
0: Oh,
1: I just wish she could see that, uh, like, what does he say? Like, I wish she would hate her dad in a perfect for, world and and not hate me. His dad not me uh, oh my god it's just because like, he is not a bad person and he's doing this all for her and if anything i love son i think she's an underrated character but yeah. if anything she's the one who cheats on him later yeah. on like yeah he's doing some like crazy screwed shit but it's you know it's there's a motive behind it and then, because of that, leads to her having an affair because they fell out because of her dad. It's just this whole thing is it's a tragedy, this whole story. Um, it's... which I keep saying it could have been a film or something. It was just like, yes, yeah, I feel so bad for Jin. All he's everything he does is for son, even on the island, everything he does is for son. And yet, he is just constantly the bad guy. I think we can all relate to that. that. Yeah. That feeling of you trying so hard to be the good person, but then people just see you as the. I mean, I'm, a lot of us listening and talking right now aren't beating people up and working for the barbers and stuff like that. if you're bashing me. I getting that. away from your daughter. That's that's about. Oh yeah, it. I will beat the shit out of you, but um, <laughs> stay away from my fictional daughter. Um, but yeah, I feel like we can all at least relate to Jin and have that personal feeling of just you know when. It seems like the whole world is against you and you're the bad guy, even if you have good intentions. I mean, I've had it. I'm sure you've had it. I'm sure everyone's yeah. oh, listening. Sure. So we can't relate as much as Jin. This is like his entire adult life, pretty much. But I just feel for him so bad. This whole story is a tragedy. And Mr. Pike is a
0: dick. And I think the cultural aspect of it, too. Like, I mean, I again, I'm, I can't speak for Koreans because I'm not Korean and nor do I know a whole lot about their culture and sort of things. But, you know, I, I guess kind of on a lot of, through other asian cultures that i sort of maybe are more familiar with i know that there's a lot of traditional aspects to things and you would kind of believe that this would be a thing um you know that ask your father hand and you would do anything and all that sort of stuff but like the work ethic and everything that kind of comes along with that but i mean the thing too that also like you know it's it's comparing all these characters and you know as i said like with sawyer and you, you look at someone like you know kate and kind of charlie who like they're good people, but they've gotten involved in situations where they're doing bad things. And it's kind of like, yeah. they're trying to explain it. They're still good people, but in many ways, you can kind of see what Sawyer, Charlie, and Kate are doing is still like, well, you can kind of stop guys. Like, I mean, <laughs> you kind of can, but you kind of can't. It's that 50-50. Whereas like Jin's maybe more in the category of a, of a, of a lock where like, Locke just has just the worst luck <laughs> and like, he's just trying his darndest to turn, but everything oh. just goes against him. You know, Jean is just doing like nothing more than loving this woman to do anything. And like, you know, we see this early on with the fact that he just goes to deliver the message. Like, I think he kind of knows what he's meant to do, but he's not going to do it. But at this point, it's, you know, he's only doing it to save a man's life, you know? So it's kind of, yeah.
1: And Yeah. I mean, the, thing is we have to look at here with the final scene as well is Jin doesn't really have much of a choice because Jin is a nobody yeah he's a fisherman um from a poor village and he can't just if he gives up this opportunity we'll see a flashback of how he gets a job at Mr. Pike's starting as a doorman working his way up um but he has no options it's not like he can just go off to another company or anything like that like he is a nobody and he has nothing um so he has no choice other than to be doing this and to be with Sun. And, you know, they can't even have their honeymoon. It's just... And that's
0: ah, what I love about them as just such a couple is that, again, at the end of the day, we know that Sun doesn't care. Like, Sun would be with him no matter what. That's just their love for each other. But he still wants to give her a, a life that she's used to, buying the Chanel and Gucci bags and, you know, <laughs> paying off people to cook for her to pretend that she did it. But, like, you know, <laughs> I think it's kind of... It's just the love story with them. And, like, yeah, son cheats, you know, and stuff like that. But it's still kind of you just don't care at the end of the day because they just want to... God, it makes me bawl oh my, my eyes out when that fucking submarine. I'm just thinking of their last...
1: Oh, we were both thinking of that right now. I was just thinking oh. of that right now. Like, oh, my
0: God. Anyway, speaking of tears. Yeah, this scenes. is
1: great. I love... Sun and Jin give me hope for love.
0: <laughs> well, look, you know, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, and so I'm waiting for you to have a child. So... Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyway, uh so the the last flashback, yeah, we've got Jin. Uh, he's all episode, he's told everyone his dad's dead, but no he's not. Here he is, little old maybe
1: the best character in the history of Lost. Mr. Kwon. Oh, what a guy. Oh my god.
0: Just what a guy. Like ah oh,
1: God, I want to meet. Just this all guy. these people have daddy issues and yeah, he still kind of has the daddy issues. He lies that says his dad's dead. He has shame. But this guy is just the biggest optimist, and just the. This guy makes me literally smile. Like, this guy gives me hope for everything. Like, Mr. Kwan is amazing.
0: Well, we don't we find out that um, Jin's mother is a prostitute, though, later on? Not there's anything wrong with prostitutes, <laughs> yeah. but,
1: like. Well, I mean, you could argue there are some things wrong with prostitutes.
0: <laughs> there's plenty of things not wrong with prostitutes at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We could have that debate on a different episode. <laughs> Coming soon to the brink as we continue our emergency questions <laughs> podcast. Uh, but, yeah, just this moment, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Father, please forgive me. I was ashamed of you. Oh, But he doesn't care. He just hugs his son and he's just like, oh, what's she like? And, oh, it's just,
1: what a guy. Like, God. And he comes back later as well, Well, which is great. Uh, we we'll get to see son. We'll get to meet him.
0: There's a two-episode count with Mr. Quan. I'm looking at his article yeah. here and... Of course there's theories about Mr. Kwon. Uh,
1: oh, how could you even have theories? You just go along. There are two. Girl.
0: Can we go over these two? Mr. Yeah. Kwan went on a fishing ship in the Pacific near southern Japan. and we see. <laughs> he may have gone south and landed on the island. Mm. What? what? And, hang on, there's one more. He's not actually Jin's biological father.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, that one is believable because you know, his mum was a prostitute, so
0: he says um,
1: yeah. he obviously." I mean there's a very there's a very real chance he's not actually but he still raised Jin like gives son. a shit this guy's um, everyone's father. I mean it's not really in theory <laughs> he's a father to all he's a father. I mean, to it's, everyone. Not really a, it's not really a theory, it's kind of an implied fact in the show and yeah. we also theory in when he comes back is that it might not be Jin's dad. But this guy is just so good that um, that he raised Jin as a son. And even when Jin says he's ashamed and apologizes, he doesn't care. And he's just the biggest optimist when Jin says, oh, but I have to do this. And he says, well, make that be the last thing. Go to America. And, you know, go and love your wife. And, like, he's just... And, you know, this is another subtlety in Lost that I like, that they don't need a flashback like Jack's tattoos. We don't have a flashback of... Jack Jin's dad showing Jin how to fish, <laughs> but we see on the island Jin, who's like this businessman, as we thought. We see him always fishing on the island. Yeah, and this is kind of a you can put two and two together. He grew up in a fishing village. His dad's a fisherman. You don't need that like big flashback about. And you know, I love Desmond, but when when we get a flashback about why he calls people brother, that's like midichlorian levels of stupid. But um. <laughs> You know, this is just a nice subtlety. Like, it makes sense. He's from a rural, like, fishing village. He should know how to fish, and that's why he fishes on the island. But, oh my god, what an emotional final scene, isn't it? And isn't Jin's dad just? I can't say enough good things. One of the only good dads in the entire show.
0: I want him carrying around a piece of paper of like his uh, prostitute mother's like booking list for the day that you know he was conceived. (laughs) Like these eighteen people are probably my father. Um,
1: I really hope that Jin's dad got their child Ji on after uh, the submarine incident and not Mr. Pike. That would be sad if son of Jin's daughter ended up with Mr. Pike. I think she would be better off in a poorer village with we a loving father like Mr. Quan.
0: The Lost Ever got rebooted. Who knows? There's there's your story. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> That's going to be the first
1: episode that we're dying to see.
0: Um, but yeah, we obviously get a little bit of a, a connection here as to why Jin and Sun were in Sydney. So, um Watches,
1: watches. They've got to get their watches back. Which I mean, we kind of saw with Michael. but Yeah. So when there's no time on a damn island. <laughs> anyway, we've got to go back, Michael, We've we got to go back been. to
0: the island. Uh, here we go. Uh, it, it actually starts off pretty much straight away with a flashback, although we kind of get the close up on Jin's eye. Uh, then we get Sun in a bikini. Hello. Um, yes, please. Oh.
1: I hope, I hope I do get this job if this is everyone in Korea. I, I hope your daughter looks like this. Um... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had the Kate bikini in the pilot or episode three. I can't remember, but this is Still waiting for the Hurley bikini. Um, <laughs>
0: but then, you know, Jin's yelling at her, what are you doing? Covers are up. And then I just got like, everyone watching it. There they go again.
1: <laughs> Domestic abuse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems a bit cringy when Jack and Kate, you know, like, uh, it's why do Jack and Kate always have the best out here in the beach, and like, yeah, having them <laughs> judging like, oh, there they go again, like just a bit like, uh, really. Michael, of course,
0: comes in to protect her after he just kind of like pushes her over a little bit, and then um, she son slaps uh, Michael, walks off. I
1: want to know what June's saying at this point, or are you? I do would that? like
0: to know what they said at this point.
1: Uh, so June runs up and he says, "What are you doing here? Why are you wearing that? What are you doing?" Um she tells him that she just wants to go for a swim and he says you have another bathing suit why this one uh, she tells him to stop it and he grabs her arm and says let's go hurry she asks where and he tells her that everyone is looking at her and she needs to go change she tries to hush him telling him he's being too loud as she falls down in the sand he tells her to get up and she says why are you doing this he asks her don't you understand what I'm saying and Michael comes running down the beach um, You know, if you were a Korean, you'd be watching this show on a whole new level. Yeah.
0: I wonder if, like, it's legit. I wonder if, like, it's kind of... Like, I can't imagine if we're watching, like, a a Korean show and there's somebody speaking English in it. And, you know, it's maybe, like, broken English or something like that. I wonder if this is broken Korean. Or if it's... Yeah, it's
1: probably not full-on, legit. It's probably like, what doing you? (laughs) Up get! (laughs) This is a completely... um... Kind of unrelated trivia, but in the French dub of Lost, I can't believe they did this. Um, in the French dub, they run away. You know when when they hear the French transmission on? Yes, like the walkie-talkie in the pilot or in the radio. Yeah, yep. yeah. In that dub, it's German, and they say the Germans are coming. Which I, I mean, I don't know how they could just like. It's not like the French people watching that thought. Everyone here was French. Like, still have a French <laughs> character on. This. Like, oh, yeah. Everybody these the American of shows people French. On this <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not that dumb. They do that. Like they, that they had changed to German. They
0: do that in a lot of shows, though. Like in movies. Like I've read similar things where they'll say, like, you know, there's a German character in a movie, but in the the French dub, they're I don't know Italian or something. You know what I mean? Like there's. There's there is plenty of examples where they do do that. It's kind of a common thing. So, And the thing that I find interesting is, like, for the dubs of a lot of shows, there there are, like, French actors and German actors and Italian actors who their entire acting career is doing voiceovers for, like, American shows on DVDs. Like, like I want that job. I, I want to do, like, get the English dubbing on German movies. Like, Ben, read <laughs> out, you know, Inspector Rex. You are, you know... Wolfgang. come over here. Is Rex the dog or the inspector? I don't know. I've never watched Inspector. I think I watched one episode once. Um, Run Lola Run. That was a good film. Like I dub over Lola, oh. <laughs> you know she runs because <laughs> 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 that's all the movie's about. She's running places. Um, that's a good movie, actually. Have you ever seen Run Lola Run? A couple of times, actually. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, coming soon to the Oz Network. Run Lola Run in German, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Octoberfest>. <laughs> oh, of course it's not october though no it's like 2018 when people are listening to this um <laughs> so anyway uh, they walk off and uh jin's uh, what's going on with you and michael like michael ridiculous <laughs> um oh uh, please with this thing. tie up this ongoing love affair um, <laughs> which again Still has better chemistry Than Saeed It really you could, you could see them Going off into the woods And having a quickie Like Annalisea Sawyer style He's
1: done it before <laughs>
0: That's true uh, So anyway The next bit Sun approaches Michael You know Sorry about that uh, The slap was meant To protect him Because Jin You know You don't want to Mess with him And then it's all You know Oh it's not my problem I like Michael Just like whatever Not my problem uh it's yours uh which is good um then we've got Jin, oh, Michael getting slack Gin playing golf and i'm kind of thinking like is he just wasting <laughs> these golf balls like you know like come on but then he's are <laughs>
1: rocks just destroying just, so just destroying the clubs. destroying
0: the clubs um the scenery again epic as i said it's filmed on the koala Co- Co- yeah, ranch the uh again just bragging i've been there it's beautiful did
1: scene. you ever watch the mobiso kind of web episodes no, that they did didn't know uh We'll probably cover them, but one of them is actually called Gin Has a Temper Tantrum on the Golf Course. <laughs> like that's the title of it, and it's really funny. You know, we'll probably cover it at some point, but that's not the first gin getting angry at the golf course.
0: Well, he's smacking the crap out of rocks. In comes Hurley. um <laughs> you know, uh Brings in some fishing poles. What's he got? Fishing poles, aren't they?
1: Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Is it? They look like fishing like, poles to me. What are they? Um... I love the, the sea urchin reference. Yeah. That oh, reference.
0: Yeah. Sea urchins. Oh, then we get... um, Nothing happens next. I don't Can think we skip this bit? Shannon, <laughs> Shannon Saeed, they mildly flirt. Um,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh tie knots. Spinster. Oh, I see you as a spinster. Oh, becoming Saturday overwork.
1: night. Shut up! I- like... I literally haven't written anything down other than Shannon and Saeed mildly flirting.
0: Literally, all that is said on Lostpedia is, and Shannon suggests to Saeed they spend an evening away from the other survivors. That's all we need to say. Yeah, Um, but it's much longer
1: in the show than just that. It's like, oh, I dated guys with sailboats. There's just no chemistry in Saeed. It's just weird and freaky. And Shannon's just annoying. It's just, oh my God, why? I I
0: love Shannon. I love Saeed. But just put, like, it's like... I love cheese and I love uh, M&M's <laughs> but I'm not going to put M&M's on a slice of cheese and eat it Ooh, I mean that might be nice that's actually so good. <laughs> I love barbecue sauce and I love Wheat picks, but I'm not going to put them Ooh. together <laughs> hang on now that I think of it uh, that's good. <laughs> I love doing a shit and I love watching porn but I'm not going to do this <laughs> no no <laughs> There's a line, Noah, and you crossed it. <laughs> Even I won't go there for that. I'm generally fine with most things. Uh, you tried it, did Yeah, you know. <laughs> was for you. Don't watch Paul My Doing a Poo. Uh,
1: <laughs> what? Oh, my God.
0: If we, this is what happens when we have to talk about Sian and Shannon. It goes to shit, literally. If we had episode titles, uh, this episode would be called Don't Watch Porn While Doing a Shit. The Oz Network, Lost <laughs> Recap. Um, anyway, blah, 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 they mildly flirt. Then we get we get Michael and Walt, who have better chemistry than Shannon and Sian and their father and son. Um, <laughs> we get sort of that's Michael. New York. But we get, we get, about, we get, you, you
1: go flashback of why Michael likes architecture uh,
0: which we need of course um, <laughs> he's talking about New York the buildings uh, which is true like I mean New York has amazing buildings obviously it's known for that um, and this is kind of where Walt's getting a bit weird um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walt's well, always a bit weird the stupid Walt uh huh uh-huh. can't get through the boat
0: Vincent like you've been doing that all day you little shit like just do it this is why people use condoms. Like, go away. <laughs> but then in comes our hero Jack um, to check up on the progress. Because <laughs> why do you help
1: out for a bit, Jack? Yeah, like, what are you doing, Jack? Like, why aren't you helping him? Just walking around the beach, just giving you the update because, you know, I'm the leader. So why, I give you the
0: update. Why? Why? Where's Doug? Like, where's like everybody? Why, why is yeah, Mike the helping. only one doing like, oh, no, it's fine. He can build a raft to get off the island. We'll just chill on the beach. I'm like, why? Why isn't this first priority? Like, Boone.
1: Where, where is
0: Boone? Like it helps with me. Boons off building planting new trees to grow them so that they can chop it into bamboo for the for the, the raft. Um But we find out there's only room for four people, convenient. Uh who who took the other it took me a while to realise like, who took the other? There's only like one. Oh, right, okay, Walt. Um and then Pop Sawyer, <laughs> I wanted to re-edit that. Boone popped up. I'm going. It's like, no, you're not, Boone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said no, Boone. I said no, Boone. Just go away. Um, but we, yeah, Sawyer's paid a steep price to get on it. Um, which do we know why? What's the price? The cable or something like that? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a big steep price because he needed that cable to what? Like tie up. I'm surprised they didn't just have a raft on Oceania 15. I've oh, so I mean, got everything else.
1: Illegal raft smuggler.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they
1: didn't just have half a raft already right there. Yep, it's just it's just there. Um, but, I mean, damn, Michael, with the integrity of caves. He can build showers, and now he's building a freaking boat. We just he's need like architecture genius.
0: We just need Kate to walk up and rub it and go, mm, "I can sniff that this boat will float on water." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just people on this island are so skilled at their profession. Uh, Then we get Sun and Kate, and, you know, Kate's just talking about why are you still with him, and then (laughs) Jin's... Kate... uh, I can't even talk properly. Kate wants to add another one to the... Kate's horny for Jin, and Sun's (laughs) Sun's basically like, oh, he's so tender. And Kate's like, ooh, tell me more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, there's screaming and running, and the boat's on fire, the raft's on fire. Um and yeah, everyone's of course gonna blame Jin. Where is he? I'll break his damn neck. Uh, then we cut to the cave,
1: and I love Sawyer like getting angry, like yeah, going at him. But, but don't you love the nice little touch of Walt trying to put out the, the fire? Yeah, I like cause I kind of that's forgot. great. I forgot going thing, into like- this that
0: he did it, but then I kind of was watching this going. I'm pretty sure he burns the raft, doesn't he? So
1: I mean, it's such a little thing, but I think it's just genius because. You're watching that, and you're like, oh, Walt, he's helping, he's trying to put out the fire for his dad. Now burn to death. It's just perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Colin would Uh, love that. (laughs) It's just perfect, because now, like, I love it when shows make you go back and watch things differently without it being forced. And this is not forced at all. Like, Now you can go back and say, oh, Walt was really regretting what he had done. He's made a big, bad decision. He's going to try and fix it. You know, it's a little thing, but I think it's genius. I do love here on Lost Media. Uh, they are distracted by the survivors running towards
0: Michael's raft. It is on fire. Everyone tries to put out the flames. It's useless. The raft continues to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is me that video on, on YouTube. You know, Boone dies. Sad. <laughs> that is the original Donald Trump. That's where Donald Trump got it from. He's a Lost fan and he watches those videos on YouTube. Sad. <laughs> 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 um, so anyway we cut to the cage Jin's bleeding uh, and of course Sun's like what are you doing you did it uh, and what does he say like about oh Michael's looking for you and he's like Michael and then it cuts to the <laughs> <place back. laughs> da, da, da. Um but of course then we get to the greatest scene of this entire episode we've missed him for one episode who's back Boo! Boo!
1: <laughs> for a very small cameo in his third last episode
0: boone's wearing his sexy little asian life beater shirt just chilling at the fire because he's Boone, boo. doing his thing um in comes saeed he's finished uh. with dennis for the day so he just walks up to him and he's all, mm-hmm. fucking ugh.
1: what do you, what do you want i want to talk to you about shannon like, shut up! No, you don't. I love the, I love this Boone line, though. This is a great Boone line. What is this? What is this, some like, um, Middle Eastern bitch? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good Boone line. Is he the dick of the That's week? like a soya line.
0: Deserves the dick what? of the week.
1: <laughs> Who, Saeed or Boone? Boone. Good good dickiness. <laughs> <laughs> like, a slight, a slight racist dick of the week,
0: Boone. I love Lostpedia. Boone becomes aggressive, and Saeed says he was not asking for Boone's permission. Like just continue on with the dickery here Saeed like you're just going out to him and all like oh I want to talk to you about Shannon I wasn't asking your permission like what are you doing rubbing it in his face like no 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 no. I'm sleeping <laughs> with your sister and you're not like,
1: I mean he makes a good point she does use people then moves on um, but like,
0: so. like can I just like I know we're ripping shit into this because it's terrible, the chemistry. But the thing that pisses me off about this, like, the way this happens, all right? So he's all like, oh, she uses older men. You obviously fit the bill. And then all of a sudden, the next scene, when he's with Shannon, he's just like, I don't think I should see you anymore. Like, seriously, <laughs> Saeed, like, who are you? Like... Like, in all, why would you listen to little shit, dude? <laughs> so, Boone Boon
1: actually convinced Boon someone did. For once. Like,
0: he actually did it for <laughs> right. And you got to get old Gummy
1: Joe. Like, I looked into the eye of the island. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll get to the bad wingman lock.
0: <laughs> and then, like, like again, Saeed, so he, like, he's a man of his convictions, isn't he? Because one minute he's all like, oh, I don't want to be with you. And then saunters up sexy Maggie Grace and just starts passionate it on with him. Oh, all of a sudden, his dick's hard, so I better get it on with her. So, like, I mean, like, he's, like, so in love with Nadia that it's like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Saeed, but he's going to be so much better after Shannon dies.
0: Oh, God. Just like, oh. Anyway. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, let's hone in that point just for the 15th time that, you know, his whole plot line, his whole backstory is about being in love with someone and being on the way to find her. Mm-hmm. Just Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about it, I'm just bringing it up Point
0: again. that out again. And like, I love when Boone <laughs> says to like uh, Saeed, like, oh, she likes older men, you fit the bill. Locks old... Jack's old.
1: I I want side to be like that. Dude, I'm 29.
0: (laughs) War does things to people. No need to be like that, man. Sister Shannon, I'm 29. Ew, you're young. Maybe 39. Boone's actually 50. Uh, He just doesn't age. Um, Boone's really her dad. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I mean that's that's it. That's Boone That's Boon. Yeah, I
1: don't care. We love Boone yeah, That's our Boon fix for the two weeks. We had that's our
0: one Boon fix for the two weeks of the last two weeks. I mean, and he's only got four more episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, three more after this. Uh, oh my god, this is Boone's fourth last episode. No! he gets his one seat. Boone They've just given up completely on him at this point. Poor little Ian Summerholders just got the keys to his house, <laughs> putting a welcome mat in his front get, house in Honolulu. Gets the script for one seventeen. oh yeah, one scene, text, get angry at Saeed. T- texted his group chat and his text messages,
0: hey guys, come around to my house after we shoot today. And everyone's like, "Oh, this is going to be awkward." good, don't tell Ian.
1: Boom finished his shoot at like 9 in the morning, one scene.
0: FedEx pulls up. Oh, the latest scripts here, episode twenty. What's happening this week? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh survive, my god. Right? Let's
1: hope someone invent invent a vampire TV show in the next few years, <laughs> or I'm screwed. Oh, it's filmed in Vancouver.
0: Fuck! I just bought this house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, size We let, Let's be honest, Ian Somerhalder's made up for it. He's got like 7 million followers on Twitter. I'd like to see any other lost actor who's got as many followers on Twitter as Ian Summerholder, so I think he's one out of it at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, Jin's awake. He was sleeping. Now he's not. He's in the river. Handcuffs, uh, as you kind of mentioned a few episodes ago, they keep that sort of going. Um, Sawyer comes out of nowhere, uh, starts punching the shit out of him, <laughs> knocks him out. Great. Ugh. Shannon and Saeed, mildly flirting over a tarp. Uh, mm. Great. He Saeed looked, breaking
1: up. Uh, that should have been the
0: end. Talking like, talking with my brother. Shut up. Like, I love Shannon, but come on. Um, then Here we come. Shannon uh, going into the
1: jungle. <laughs> this is a great
0: scene. I, I do like it. Like, you know, I mean, we can rip shit into Saeed and Shannon together, but separately they're still good. Like, I still like Shannon. She's storming off in the jungle, finds old Gummy Joe. <laughs> um a She basically... Ew, gross. Oh, gross to you. Dinner for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's weird. <laughs> love him. But like, let's be honest. This is Shannon going into the jungle. Oh, Saeed just dumped me. Lock, let's have sex. <laughs> <laughs> she likes
1: Alderman. She does. I mean, he fits the bill. I, I love, though, like... Where's Boone? You two are like Jungle Pal. <laughs> but... Locke's been weird in these past two episodes. Yeah, He's just been old Gummy Joe. Like, what's what's going on? He's been
0: taking that juju stuff. L- L- Locke's the crazy old neighbour next door that is just kind of like giving you advice <laughs> when you pull up home. My oh, died. hi, Locke. Notice you bought some plastic bags with you.
1: Yeah, I know they destroy the island.
0: Have some juju juice. Going home now.
1: He's a really... I feel like he just really wants Boone to himself. He's been... Like, he's being like, like, why should it matter what Boone wants? He's a bad wingman. Oh well, he's a bad wingman because he wants (laughs) Boone. Yeah, because he wants Boone. I don't know where Boone... Why should you care about what your brother
0: says? But I do love, like, Locke just giving out relationship advice to, like, a (laughs) (laughs) 20-year-old. socially awkward yeah, what, Lock, does, what does that have to do with who? who's like having to ring up sex lines for 8 months to get a relationship <laughs> he's His now all of a sudden you. like you know the dear John replying
1: on the other side of the thing <laughs> Shannon do you like him then what does your brother matter Locke's setting up a relationship he's like uh, Lucy from the Peanuts comic. he's setting up a little dating booth advice booth people come and get advice
0: <laughs> But um, I mean, he has a good point, though, when he says, like, oh, you're just, you know, doing what he wants. You know, he wants the attention. so
1: like, Yeah, but he's like, Boone's your friend, Locke. Why are you, like, selling him out? um I love Sassy Locke, though. Should I be writing this <laughs> yeah. down? Like, this and this and this. Should I be writing this down? Sassy Locke. You know you wanted
0: him to just randomly in the middle and go, hmm, that's good.
1: Like, eating the, the <laughs> yeah. frog or whatever he is. Why should it matter to Boone if you... Mm, good. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Locke's weird these last few episodes. Like, I think he's taken the Ethan thing more to heart than Charlie. What was. do we get? We he's, been
0: he's,
1: he's less flashbacks in like two
0: episodes, right? So we get another flashback. Um, But he's got in some good meantime, stuff. He's, he's got some good stuff to come in this season, though. So um, oh, and yeah. for the whole show, of course. Uh, I even
1: like weird locks like dating advice or like telling stories about dead sisters. I like these kind of weird locks. Shannon shows up. Oh, have you seen my brother? Yeah, I once had a dog that died once. So like, what? No, he just tells the exact same story. Why did I see I've heard this one before, Locke. Lock? <laughs> <laughs> That's the another story. Yeah, then does his dog. And Shannon's like, yeah, the dog, it came when you sat with your mother. And you when your mother it down, died, like it, you. it finishes the story for him. Yeah, we, yeah, we know this
0: one. Um, leaves him. So anyway, from there... Uh, Sawyer's got, uh, Jin, uh, tied up. What does he say? What? Like, you, you, sorry, you're going to be, you scared, you're going to be Bruce. <laughs> Lord of the Fly style now.
1: Uh, I like that line. Uh. Um, I like Betty. Betty. The later, uh, name for son.
0: Oh, right, right, yeah. Was,
1: Betty. Yeah, you're going to lecture us, Betty? <laughs> Betty and Bruce. Yeah, um...
0: So then we get this scene, which I, I really hope that you have the translation, um, because oh, this he whole
1: entire next sequence is just
0: amazing. Brings, brings uh, Jin to Michael, because uh, everybody's on the beach, just not helping with the rebuild of the raft. They're just all <laughs> waiting for Jack to give them the okay to move, uh, so they just start <laughs> punching the shit out of it. Of course, everyone's fine with this, of course, for Jack, our hero, <laughs> everyone's showing up for a fight, though. Like, this is total high school. Like, El fight, 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 fight. Uh, everyone's showing up. Um, and just just the way that, like, Michael starts punching him and just the way Jin keeps getting up and he's got the blood in his face and he's all like, I'm not even going to try and personate Korean, but he's all like, Korean. Uh, and then he's just, like, punching the crap out of him and then just keeps going and gets up. And um, it's... Yeah, just the way it keeps going. And I, I do love the the scene where Jin's like there on the beach and they've got everyone yelling at it and they kind of have that gibberish scene where you kind of get oh, yeah. from Jin's perspective and you're just hearing everyone going like, R-s-s-s-s-s-s. It's like Simlish yeah, or something of, like that. Of,
1: of course, in French, uh, this was German. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then... Yeah,
0: simlish. <laughs> Risa Kotsa, Risa. <laughs> Komasnada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, keeps, uh, you know, and then Locke comes into it, of course, uh, because like, Sun's trying to, like, lecture him. Locke, you know, why would he burn it? You know, they've attacked us, murdered us, uh, you know, we should start worrying about them. When are people going to realise we're not the
1: only ones on this island? Like, so good. Oh, no, Terry O'Quinn is amazing. Like, we had creepy Locke just before, but this is such an iconic scene of everyone gathered here with Locke kind of talking to everyone. They've attacked us, ravaged us, savaged. us. Like, it's so good, and, like, maybe the most used scene in all the previously on Lost, maybe, that they're ever, like, because they always use, When are the other people on the side, and we all know it. Like, that is on so many of the previously on Lost later on. But Terry O'Quinn is just amazing, and, you know, I don't think it'll make the top five of the season, but, yeah, it's a contender. For sure. This whole thing with the English that you didn't even mention. Well, um, yeah, I've I've got (laughs) in
0: the wrong order. I thought they came before the English speak, but, Um, um, yeah.
1: (laughs) But also, uh, Dick Saeed. When who is it that's like? I think it's Michael. No, someone says like, "Don't stop them." Like this, this is their fight to have. Like they're just allowing this punch up to happen. Like, and then Saeed's like, "Yes, I even I agree, Jack. This is between them." Like, I can't believe they're just letting Michael do this. I'm going um, into the jungle with my rope to tie up Shannon uh, <laughs> and Dennis. But yeah, just the big group. Uh, do you want the
0: translation now oh, or after? I would just let me group? backtrack and obviously say that at this point, son speaks English in front of everybody. She screams out oh, in English, stop it. stop it. You know, my husband, he's made a lot of things with lies. A look on Jin's face. Um, uh, oh, Daniel Day Kim facial acting. Oh, so good. I love I love that you speak English. Is that Charlie? And then Hurley? Didn't see that coming. Um, and just, this is like, this, the way this is edited, just the silence with the waves, bra- like it's just, the way it's kind of edited with the lack of yeah. music and lack of talking, it's, it's very like non-network to me. It's very like capable. Adds to the shock. Like, yeah. It was so much when Everyone's just standing there. I mean, people sort of, a lot of people I know who kind of think something like Breaking Bad's a bit slow to get into. Like, they say like, oh, there's just scenes of silence and nobody's saying anything. But like, I love shows like that that kind of add to the realism. There's just silence and just, you don't need music every five seconds. It's not Australian Survivor. (laughs) Like sometimes you just need silence in scenes to add to the mood. This is one of those scenes that you need silence, the waves crashing, just background noise and it adds to the effectiveness of the scene.
1: I liked in episode six that we got a big twist that Sun speaks English. But just imagine if we didn't know and we were with the survivors and suddenly, out of nowhere, Sun, stop it. You know, it's hard to tell whether or not that would have been better or worse than finding out in episode six, but just that would be so shocking. It is already shocking, even us knowing. But just imagine us watching that if Sun in front of everyone stop it. I think yeah, be, it could be better, I it's hard be to better tell.
0: actually, yeah, the way it would have done. But, I mean, you know, not to take away from the way we've already done it. But, uh, yeah, I would love to know what he said. Because I, I, I'm watching this whole scene going, what is Jin saying to Michael every time he punches him and he gets up and he's all like... Rah, 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 rah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not as good um, as, you know, he's not saying, like, Korean swears or anything. He's calling
0: um, it the N-word or something in
1: Korean or something like that. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> he's saying... In the United States, Korea, people don't like black people. Um, So, later when Sawyer captures Jin and brings him to the beach for reckoning, well, um, Jin looks at Sun and says, you don't believe me either? And he looks at Michael and and says simply, I didn't do it. Michael thinks he said something nasty, which I uh, I kind of wish he did, and responds, you say something to me? (laughs) Jin pleads with him, I didn't do it. I didn't start the fire. Do you understand? Well, clearly not. He and didn't Michael punches start the him. fire. Sorry. Jin <laughs> <laughs> looks back up and says, When I reached the boat, it was already on fire. Michael pushes him again. This is such an intense scene when he keeps getting down. Gin looks back up and yells at Michael, I tried to stop the fire. It was fucking Walt. <laughs> <This> little shit. Did he actually say the, ex- exactly the F word? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, damn it. No, it says <laughs> nothing about Walt. Uh, it says, Michael punches him again. Oh, <laughs> Michael punches him. Okay. Jin looks up and yells, I tried to stop the fire. That's what happened to my hand. It's at this point Sun realizes her husband is innocent and she jumps in and reveals her secret to everything. When you know what Jin is saying in the scene, it, might, it makes Michael's treatment of him all the more
0: sad. It, to me, it, like, I'm glad to know what he says, but it makes it less dramatic because the way Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. delivers it, he's all like, like, you honestly think he's saying, like, punch me again, I dare you, or something like that. But all he's saying is like, I didn't do it. I tried to stop it. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that this show has, like, Korean, like, flashbacks and that, but we also have moments like this where if you don't speak Korean, you're just not going to know. And if you don't have the internet, you're not going to have people translating it or anything. It I- I really adds to the show. Yeah, I agree. And gives that sense of alienation of how people must view Sun Jin. That being said, she's right. It really does make it all the more sad when he's begging Michael, I. Didn't do this, so I burnt my hands trying to help you. Um but yeah, like it, it does play off like you're saying the word or something. <laughs> uh then Such a great scene all around those. Yeah. Only good Oh for sure. So. Completely agree. Jin
0: walks away from Sun, she's pleading with him, and obviously, you know, it's the first time oh, she knows that. he knows that she's speaking English. Um then we get shit, little shit Walt. Um, Michael is just chucking a shitty... He does the Basil Faulty from Faulty Towers... Like, gets the stick and starts whacking the thing... Trying to get it to, like, fix... It can be completely ruined... And then Walt wants to build a new one... A better one... Can I help? Oh, where the hell were wow. you
1: before? <laughs> Ed, you really want to make a new one now, Walt? Uh, shit. Really? You're really going to do this, Walt?
0: Little fucking shit... Um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back in the cave... Jin's packing... Uh, oh, this scene, just <laughs> storming out and getting ready to oh, go. And then, I was the going English. to
1: leave you. Like, oh. Young Joon Kim delivers this, and when she reveals to everyone she speaks English, those two scenes are just so good from Junjun. Okay, and,
0: like, the thing is, though, like, he doesn't understand her. So how does he turn around and understand, I was going to leave you? Like, it's too late. Well, I think if
1: your wife's yelling at you in English when you didn't know she spoke English, you're probably going to turn and give her the stanker.
0: But for all he knows, she's saying, like, I just did a big poo! And he's
1: like, it's too late. <laughs> like... <laughs> but that is kind of... It's such a sad thing that she's confessing to him that she just can't say it in real life. But she's just... I was going to leave you, but you made me think it was different. Like, the flashback was heartbreaking. But this is heartbreaking just
0: The line that she says, though, because this obviously I didn't kind of say this in the flashback, but when she's like, I want it to go back to the beginning, let's start over, and then Jin kind of says the same thing to his dad. It's like, oh, like... And then they die in a submarine. Shut up! No, <laughs> shut up! I'm going to deal with <laughs> Boone in four episodes, fuck you! <laughs> um... Yeah, so... Yeah, Jin then says it's too late. Walks away. She cries. Oh, then there's something with Shannon side. I don't know. They're at a father kiss. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, it's just like... You know the first time you remember seeing your parents kiss? Like... Yeah, like, it's sweet now that you Not know... Really, well, no. I mean, whatever. Like, the first time you see me and your daughter kiss, you're like... <laughs> but then when you realise they're in love, it's sweet. This isn't that at all. Like, it's just... Uh, like, just, I'm glad they cover it up with shadows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Jack, we've got to get some shadows in. This is not working. Uh, there's this whole line
0: about, because I guess Locke said it, everybody gets a new life here in the island. Mine starts today. Ah, like, uh, uh, whatever. Cool. Great. Uh, then, <laughs> um Great. Uh, is it Walt's playing backgammon? waiting for Hurley, owes him he three thousand dollars where's your pop? Oh, you know, everybody's somewhere, I don't know. I love this little subtle line we get, um, you know, do you have a dad? Everyone has a dad. Oh, is your dad
1: cool? Oh, nice little said No, he's not. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and it reminds me of my sister, Jeannie. She died on the monkey bar and there was this dog. Walt's like, yeah, and then the dog stayed there. Yeah, we know. But you know um... Walt will just
0: reply, that's not a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> We're a jerk,
1: uh, but let's be honest. I've, this is I've a written, more romantic read- scene. Uh, but- yeah, well, I've written here. In, I've written here in my notes. Locke mildly flirting. Yeah, mildly, 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 <laughs> mildly, mildly <laughs> flirting. <laughs> still a better love story than uh, say it, it is
0: so, it really is and we shouldn't be saying that because that's so inappropriate but like it's so <laughs> but different. it really is
1: they've got better chemistry but this
0: is the big reveal of course this is where Locke says yeah why did you burn the raft Walt you little shit now come here um you deserve, <laughs> you deserve a spanking throws a knife <laughs> <I>
1: sp- <laughs> <pull fast.
0: laughs> I just had had an image of that was an Uncle Herbert from Family Guy and Chris like oh Walt come over here now
1: (laughs) boom was a bit too old um yeah but this is interesting it's a a neat twist, I think but I always I knew it was Walt but I always thought this came in a later episode the reveal that it was Walt I forgot that it was in the same episode um so it's, I had it on our questions, but obviously it's gone now. Um, it's a neat little twist. I mean, dumb that Walt did it, Ugh. but but you know, it's neat, and I like the lock thing. I like it here too. Um, it's, but you know, Walt's sick like moving, and he wants to stay here. I mean, I
0: it's like just uh, just the reasoning behind. Like, I wish they kind of had to tie this in going back a few episodes ago. Like his abilities, or like I don't know, there was just something there. Like it's just like lock uh, Walt being a little sport, little brat. He's like, I'm sick of moving. I don't want to move. I like it here. Like, shut up! You just burnt the raft, you little shit. It's not all about you. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Now we wants to build a new one.
0: Now you are like, what are you? A woman? Make your mind up. Like, god damn it. Um, slightly sexist comment there of the week by Ben Waterworth. Dick of the week, me. Um, now, yeah, if you say stuff like that around my daughter, Ben, <laughs> she'll appreciate it because you know it's true. Now. <laughs> She wouldn't know. She'd change her mind. Don't talk about my daughter. I <laughs> <laughs> bet you going off me. Of Stop talking about my daughter in that way, Ben. Uh, again, let's be honest. You're more likely to have a daughter in the next five years than I am. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You didn't hesitate. laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Dick Noah of the week. <laughs> Dick Noah of the week. Ben, I've been to Europe. You know what they're like over there. Uh, what? Um, Say hi to Emily for me. I'm sure she's listening to this episode Uh, now. Jin. Meanwhile, we get this scene of Jin showing up while Michael's building the the raft. Jin shows up with some bamboo and kind of like, oh, what? And then he says, boat. Like, oh. oh, oh, like, good on you. This is the the start of the that Michael probably means Jin like word in Korean. Yes, he's probably actually used oh, the n word. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, that's the n word in Korean. He's like.
1: Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> it's nice though. I love the Gin Mike because it starts as like a a son Michael thing, but it really the, by the show's end it turns into like yeah. a Gin Michael thing. bromance. Yep. Um,
0: then I do like the way this closes though because like I was I for, I knew this was coming. I knew this was going to happen at yeah. one point, but like, I forgot it was this one because like again I was like oh god, here's a cheesy montage to close it off. You know we got Hurley listening to a CD player, Shannon and.
1: Storkman. Uh
0: dates uh, the son. Is at the beach taking off a thing in a bikini oh. again. Hurley perving on her. Uh, Charlie and Claire. Let's remember they're there. They're there. Then all of a sudden we hear like, and you're like, huh? what? And it's kind of like I think there's like something wrong with my episode.
1: You kind of realise <laughs> that. Battery dies on Hurley's Discman. Son of a bitch. You something, or you think something really bad's going to go down or something. Like, oh, no. Like, I
0: just think it's so but, clever. I just yeah, think it's yeah, so it's really clever cool. how they do it. Because, like, again, I guess that's probably one of these silly little things that people would be complaining about. Oh, how does he have batteries for that? Surely he runs out. So, like, I just <laughs> love the way that that happens. And it's just the way it ends. And it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of also are thinking something bad's going to happen. Because it's even, like, probably What? 30 seconds of silence with just the beach in the background before we get lost. And it's like, it's just
1: clever. You know what makes it even more clever is this is the last time they do a music montage at the end. Like, they'll do montages at the end, but this is the last time with, like, a pop song on it. So... Yeah, he really didn't have any more battery. And that um, song
0: is called. Yeah, I don't know. It's nothing as memorable. As Delicate it by Damien Rice. Um,
1: nah, I like Wash Away. But I <laughs> yeah,
0: know Damien Rice did. Um, oh, what did he, he did that song for? Closer, Than Natalie Portman movie. Um, and so <sighs> it is. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's a weird song, but Natalie Portman's in it, so no. she played it. But yeah, and we end on Hurley, which is appropriate for next one. So. Which is like—is that connection? The Blower's Daughter—that's the song I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, it's. Yes. <laughs> I'm not blowing on your daughter. Don't worry. Um, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it leads into. There's a line, Ben. You crossed it. Uh, leads oh, into. You crossed it sixteen episodes. <laughs> I crossed it the first time I ever spoke English. Uh, Hurley episode next (laughs) bit. Bob. (laughs) Bob. That was your first word too. Um, so yeah, before we get to questions and things, just looking here, um, which we should really go over a lot of the episodes, but there's recurring themes, literary techniques, cultural references, storyline analysis, episode connections. Um, cool. Uh, there's nothing really big that I'm seeing here amongst (laughs) those. Uh, so yeah. Do we have any questions to come out of this episode? Uh, not really. Why is
1: Jin's father so awesome? <laughs> yeah. What made him so amazing? Um, yeah, we've got an answer and I thought the raft one was a question, but that was answered much sooner than I remembered. Um, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. Like, I think we already have something about something in English or something, so...
0: Yeah, we do. And I mean, like, you're not going to go completely anal and be like, will Jin
1: ever talk to Son again? (laughs) Like, I mean. Yeah, like, we're not that crazy. Um, Like, some Lost fans put everything down as a question. But we do get an answer. We finally know why Jin was bloody. Yeah, we do. That was going on. Where are we? That was.
0: uh, (laughs) Why is Jin bloody? (laughs) Where is that? Oh, number season one, episode six. Uh, There we go. (laughs) Um. Just in case you thought it was Season 3, Episode 6, Ben. Uh, yeah, so why was Jin bloody? <laughs> We're done. We've, we've finally
1: discovered the big mystery. <laughs> we could stop the show. One of three episodes. Uh, one of three questions how many, from that one. Oh, how many answers have we got so far?
0: Uh, let me just strike this through. Hang on a second. I'm trying to find the right one. There it is. Uh, we don't actually have that many from what I can see here quickly. Uh, just... Bear with me. I'm trying to be a little bit anal about the way I do this on my Word document. This is great for the podcast. We should really be editing this out, but I'm lazy. Uh, okay, uh, so we've had one, two, three questions answered so far. But we've also had three episodes in a row without a question. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, season one, it's supposed to set up things. We, we've we got a lot to still answer. Anyway, uh, so that leads us to our rating. Uh, buy it, rent it, bin it. Um... I'm going to chime in here first. I'm going to buy it. I, I just, just love the the backstory. I always love Jin and Son. Uh, I mean, I know I only rented their last one, but I just think this develops more. The acting is so good. Uh, the on-island stuff, I, I enjoy kind of just that scene on the beach and just the overall style of it. Uh, I just love that little quirky ending that they have, just the way that the, the song ends. Hate the Saeed and Shannon stuff. Random boon. Uh, you know, random lock dishing out the dating advice, um, barely any jack. Uh which I mean I like jack. I'm not compl- you know, but it's just it's just weird to think our hero is barely in it. Uh so yeah, I I said last week that I think I like this one better than Outlaws and I bought that, so I've got to buy this one based on that logic.
1: Wow. you're like Hurley, you've got heaps of money you're just <laughs> buying things left, right, and centre. Um Yeah. <laughs> This is interesting because I didn't remember a lot about In Translation coming into it. I knew it was about Jim working for Mr. Pike. I knew it was about the raft burning and Sun revealing to everyone that she spoke English. But I didn't remember a lot of the stuff in between that. Um, But I really enjoyed it going back to it. Um, I think, you know, it's better than House of the Rising Sun's story. Like, it's showing both perspectives. But this is so dramatic, like we're on a roll with flashbacks after Sawyer's flashback. And now this one it gets good so next good week too. Yeah. It's like we're on a huge roll with uh, flashbacks. And then the one after that, we're going to meet Anthony Cooper. So, um, and then the one after that, we've got Jackie. <laughs> Your voice kind of um, went a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, we are on a roll with flashbacks, but unlike outlaws, the Island stuff was quite good this time as well. Um, you know, the lock, the whole scene on the beach is, you know, if I'm not going to buy the episode, that's buying enough just for that one scene, you know, from Sun, leave him alone, everyone knows she speaks English, to Jin getting knocked down over and over, to Locke's famous, we're not the only people on this island, we all know it, which is just, I love that, Um Someone, please do a fan cut and completely edit out all the Saeed and Shannon stuff. (laughs) It's like. All episodes, not just this one. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just like. Anytime we have, like, a really good one, there's always just something, like, Bores or Shannon or something. Um, But I completely never thought this, but I'm going to buy in translation, too. Um, Boom. I. You know, again I didn't like go through them all, but when I thought about season one going into this re rewatch, I kind of knew roughly what I would buy, what would be rented, what would be bin and some have been swayed into the bin like the moth. Um, but I never thought in translation when I would look at that on my uh rank just a standard episode. But there's a lot in here that's good and you know, it's definitely not a buy on the level of White Rabbit or uh you know, uh, pilot or walkabout Other episodes. It, it, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it's a low buy, but if we, if we say things like, Oh, that's a high rent or a low rent or whatever, then we can have low buys as well. So it's not up there with the classics, but there's a lot in here. I really enjoyed
0: it. your first buy since, uh, <laughs> Cowboys and daddy issues. So, um, yeah, a big drought there saved your money. You did it,
1: but there's going to be lots of buying in this last cut kind of third of season one, so don't worry.
0: Well, we are getting into uh, yeah the the real closing part of this uh, season now. Episode eighteen, uh, lost gets legal next episode. What? Um, I'm just saying that because I can't wait for your daughter to become legal. Ben, shut up. Um, uh, the episode numbers. Uh, let's just start with four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, and forty-two. It's the first time you're going to hear them, and they're going to play a big part uh, of this show. Uh, and finally, we tick off all our characters because we finally get the last, is the last one, right? I'm not missing anyone. Well, we don't have Shannon. Well, true.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Hurley! But yeah, the long way to, Like They were building it up. Obviously, he was going to have a big episode because they were building it up and it really delivers. And Yeah, another mythology episode. We've had lots of kind of filler character-based episodes, but we get a mythology episode and I feel like numbers get kind of overlooked nowadays just because of the craziness that happens in Lost in later seasons. But this was huge when it first aired. This was an episode that everyone was talking about. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for numbers. It's a great episode.
0: And can we just point out, this will be the last episode in which Boone
1: is completely alive. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know, I, I know numbers pretty well, but I can't recall... What Boone does in numbers, so I'm not sure if his third last episode will have any big things or anything or not. <laughs> to, it's a really fun episode.
0: Maybe we can change history and he doesn't go into a
1: plane on a cliff.
0: <laughs> just don't <laughs> do it, Boone. For us,
1: no, we'll, just stay with Shannon.
0: We'll rent your house in Hawaii. Like we'll come and stay with <laughs> Ian Summerholder. That'd be kind of fun, actually. I reckon we'd meet some ladies because he's Ian Summerholder. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, girl from the tennis court. He's married, but. Doesn't matter. He's
0: Boone. Like, I wonder if that's how he picks up women, or when he was single. Like, does he lead with "I'm from the Vampire Diaries" or "I was Booning Lost"? Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, they're like, uh, really? Ew. I thought, you were, uh, I thought you were Saeed. You're the sexy one. I thought you were Jack. Oh, Boone. <laughs> oh, aren't you Desmond? <laughs> 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 Anyway, so we'll be back for numbers. Uh, in the meantime, I've actually just typed in Ian summerholder in in Google, and it comes up with top stories. Uh, Nikki Reed brings a hot date to a Power of Women luncheon, her breast pump, um, and that's his wife. So um, <laughs> just in case you're wondering who Nikki Reed was, uh, <laughs> she's in the Vampire Diaries with Boone. Um, TV's Nikki. Reed. TV's Nikki is not typecast at all. She's been in the Twilight series. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry>. Dracula. <laughs> um Yeah, coming soon. Dracula Oz featuring Nikki Reed. Um but yeah, remember to like us on Facebook. Uh if you're Noah's daughter, like me on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Um, Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify. My name is Ben Waterworth if you wish to report me to the local police agency and put me on a sex register.
1: Um,
0: And please don't
1: like <laughs> someone does they probably will of all the things we tell people to do with this episode like like subscribe like ten, 10 people do it Knock on the door no, no one subscribes no one likes no one follows us on Twitter Claremont police
0: Mr Waterworth we've uh, had some reports we've been listening to your recent recordings what's this about you flirting with a girl that hasn't even been born yet
1: well, luckily they're not the dating police, so you're safe.
0: <laughs> that's that's in Sydney. No, this is Tasmania. They are the dating police. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, cool. Um, we'll be back. <laughs> My name is Ben, and I oh, fuck it, fuck it. I don't know what to say. <laughs> mm, rodents. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, my and stay away from me and my daughter. Thank you for listening to The Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new
0: episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.